Hi, I'm Sam Chan, and you're listening to the Sam Chan Leadership Podcast. It's my desire to help others succeed. I'm here to help you and your organization grow, grow to the next level. Thank you for joining me on this leadership journey. Let's get started. Who are my drivers? Because the people who you surround yourself with are either going to make you or break you. It's never about you. It's always the people around you. Who are your drivers? You can have the best product. You can have the great process. But if your drivers are messed up or your drivers are taking the bus somewhere else, <laughs> which happens, you know, they go up the road and start another bus depot. We have so many multi-site churches that are glorified church splits. We just spin them out, you know. Ah, Danny, God's leading Danny to serve. All of you want to go with him. You're welcome to do that. You're going to receive an offering. What they don't know, he's an Absalom. But we can't say that from there. Oh, we can't. We can. We just don't. Maybe somebody needs to. The whole idea of who are your drivers, especially the people closest to you. Uh, where is it? Where is it? There it is. All right. This is Jesus and his, his strategy here. So here's the crowd. Here are the 70 plus disciples. Here are the 12, and here are the three. The three, the 12, the 70, the crowd. Somebody tell me, where did, with which category did Jesus spend most of his time with? The three. Where do we spend most of our time with? Mm-hmm. We are counting this. Jesus is counting this. So the three are there to think. The 12 are there to organize. The 70 are there to do, and the crowd is simply public relations, PR. And as a preacher, you need to know you're only as good as last Sunday. Nobody remembers the revival that broke out whenever. It's bigger in your head than theirs. So when you talk about drivers, Jesus had no problem understanding that there's a demarcation between different levels. We are all about, I got 628 people. Nothing wrong with that. My question is, who are your three? Because when Jesus left this planet, on the day of Pentecost, Acts chapter 2, it said there were how many people there? Well, not 120. It says, that's right. It says, about. They've always had counting problems in church. <laughs> yeah. Peter kind of looked over there and said, mm, looks like about 120. What do you say, Andrew? Yeah, about 120. Philip? Yeah, I'd go along with that. So after all was said and done, and the multitudes that followed him, the crowds, Jesus knew that he was going to have a global enterprise known as the church. 
And it was not going to happen through the crowd. It's going to be happen through the three. Now you can have three, you can have two, you can have five. The number is not the issue. My question is, not only do you know who your three are, but more importantly, what is your strategy with those three? Because you're so busy building this and not realizing that this is more important than this. You grow this and this will grow. You grow this and if this is not there, you're hollow. I, I get, it's amazing how some of the churches I go to, thousands of people, but the distance between the senior pastor and the next is so big. I call that the wisdom gap. And if you're a pastor here, you got to know who your three are, who your two are, who your five are, and then have a strategy on how you're going to create the kind of drivers that you need. You may have to move some people out of the way. You may have to bring people. So there are three questions you always ask yourself, and then I'm, I'm going to stop uh, and ask you what's your takeaway, then I'm going to conclude. Question number one, who to retain. Question number two, who to release. Question number three, who to reassign with retraining. Question number one is what? Who to retain. Just because somebody was good three years ago does not mean they're good today. Don't let somebody else's lack of growth stymie your growth. You decide not to grow. Let me, let me make it very simple. Everyone look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. One, two, three. If you don't grow, you gotta, you all are so good. Let's do that. One, two, three. If you don't, you gotta, lack of growth on somebody's, because growth is a choice. You know, if you meet somebody and say, oh, Danny, you're still the same. That's not a compliment. So you've got to ask yourself who to retain. Number two, who to release. I've helped corporations over all these years, probably by now, help them fire thousands of people. Literally. And I'm here to tell you, I've never had a senior pastor, never had a CEO, executive director, ever have a regret about firing somebody. However, 100% of them have had the same regret. Can someone tell me what that is? Why didn't I do this soon? See, some people's feelings are going to hurt sooner or later. Why not sooner? And be done with it. Who are you? So you ask your question, who do I retain? Who do I release? And number three, who do I reassign with what? Retraining. Never just reassign. Assume nothing. Just because they've been in the church for 25 years does not mean they know the other department. In fact, check with the other department to make sure they want this person. Because once you get this person there to extricate them, you, you might, you know, sometimes the remedy is worse than the problem. So don't create another problem.